Hello, everyone. I'm Greg Goins from the Reimagined Schools podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual host. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome to the Instant Relevance Podcast. The Instant Relevance Podcast is an educational podcast featuring the latest news and resources to make learning relevant for all students. Follow us on Twitter at InstantRel. Welcome back to the Instant Relevance Podcast. We have a great episode today. We have education advocate, ninth grade English teacher, YesRI founder, Erin Hall. She's going to talk to us a lot about the advocacy she does for young educators, not only in Rhode Island, but hopefully across the country. And uh, let me ask you this, Erin, what makes you excited about education today? Hi, well, thank you for having me on the podcast. Something that really makes me excited about education right now is how connected all the teachers are. I'm a third year English teacher at Cherahoe High School, and I started creating my PLN on Twitter uh, back when I was in college. And I think that that network of support is really incredible. It really helped me when I was starting the Young Educator Society of Rhode Island, just being able to connect with teachers around the world, not only young teachers, but also experienced teachers, uh, get their advice, get their feedback, and really start growing a network online and in person with young educators around the state. I think that's a really important uh, message that you just shared. Uh, really, just to, to restate that, it's never too soon to connect with other te teachers. It's never too soon to connect with uh, with future teachers because uh, I didn't have Twitter until I was 38 years old, I think. Uh, so I'm 42 now, and over the last four years, my passion for teaching has been reignited. My connections have grown. My my learning has just like has flown because of all the things that I'm able to gain from sharing time with other people um, on Twitter and in that, that network. And so uh, even as a, a primary message to those young teachers in pre-service programs, uh, connect and connect in a lot of different ways so that you can continue to learn. Um, and that's that's an excellent message for you. In fact, I think you've taken it a step further in creating opportunities and ways for, for young teachers to connect and grow. And uh, I'm from New Jersey. I've only ever been to Rhode Island when I'm uh, probably driving through it, or maybe I accidentally took a wrong turn in Connecticut when I'm visiting family <laughs> and ended up in Rhode Island. But uh, tell me a little bit more about the, what, what YesRI is. Absolutely. So YesRI is a brand new organization. I started it kind of informally back in June, but officially kicked off in September. It is a social and professional development network for teachers who are in either pre-service years when they're still in college student teaching, or they're up to 10 years in the field. Um, this is kind of a broad umbrella, but we're a really small state. So I'd, I'd love to get as many people involved as possible. We have a ton of colleges and universities with teacher prep programs, and I really want to keep that talent in the state. Um, again, I'm the third year teacher. A lot of my friends who have gone through the ed programs with me in Rhode Island, uh, a lot of them aren't teaching anymore or they left the state. And we're creating such amazing talent. I want 
teachers who are graduating these programs to feel like they can find a job in their state and be supported in getting through the first couple of years of teaching. Um, additionally, a lot of my friends have left the education field altogether because education is really hard. I was fortunate in my first year of teaching to be in a new charter school that was really developing and starting out. And I had a lot of social supports because about half of the staff at that high school was hired the same year as me. So it was a lot of first year teachers, you know, in the trenches together. It was a really great experience socially. And then my second year, I transferred over to Cherahoe High School. And that's a really well-established, extremely large regional school with a strong career in tech program. Uh, so I was surrounded by a lot of really strong professional development support and with experienced educators. And I, I loved those two experiences, incredibly different such a small state, but like having the social support and the professional development support is what I think will set me up for success as a young teacher and what every young student should have access to as a beginning teacher. So YesRI is a group that meets once or twice a month. We offer professional development opportunities and social opportunities. So we've been really fortunate to partner with groups like the Highlander Institute that I know Ray is doing a lot of great work with uh, to do project-based learning workshops. We've partnered with the Teach Better team who actually flew out here from the Midwest to do a workshop on bringing the community into their classrooms, which is amazing. We have another meeting coming up in a couple of weeks with the Rhode Island Society of Teacher, uh, Technology Educators, who's doing a workshop on Google Classroom. So we're really just you know, exploring a lot of different options and providing these professional development opportunities to teachers whose schools might not have them. And then the social aspects are very informal, just a way to connect offline. We've got a pretty strong Twitter and Facebook community as well, so we can you know, stay in contact digitally, but just bringing that support in, in person, I think is a really strong uh, factor for helping these teachers get through their first couple of years of teaching. I really love a lot of things that uh, you're doing. You're really hitting the nail on the head of exactly what young teachers need. Um, I just think back to my uh, early years in the classroom and you know, what you're really providing, I think, is fighting that isolation in the teaching profession. I think a lot really depends on, like you said, you were fortunate to, you know, be at some great schools earlier in your career with a lot of support. Um, I think a lot of it depends on, you know, what school or what district you're in, if they have those supports for new teachers, if there are good coaching structures in place already for not only new teachers, but also kind of ongoing uh, so that it's not just kind of a one and done first year and done situation. Um, I like you, uh, in the early years of my profession, saw a lot of my colleagues, you know, end up back, uh, in their original profession or, you know, switching to something in education that wasn't in the classroom. I think that this is an important issue and I really like how you're bringing in a lot of different outside organizations to open their scope beyond just the veteran teachers. I think that, and rightfully so, there is a lot of concern about reaching veteran teachers, but in the same fact, you know, a lot of these organizations need to make sure that they're you know, educating and reaching the educators of tomorrow as well. So I guess my next question is, is you know, how can we as veteran teachers uh, you know, both out there on Twitter, in our schools, in our districts, doing our jobs every day, how can we continue to advocate for young educators? Because I feel like sometimes it's hard to s tell what we can do. You know, we're doing our own jobs. There's a lot of other concerns. 
what can we do every day to kind of advocate for that young educator? That's really awesome. And I um, hear that from a lot of veteran teachers, actually. It's great that so many people who have this experience are reaching back and, and helping us out. Uh, I think that the most important thing for beginning teachers, I know it was really important for me as a beginning teacher, is just reaching out. Um, I I am very guilty of getting wrapped up in the, you know the own, my own four walls of my classroom. Uh, I you know I'm teaching, I'm directing the uh, co-directing the drama club, and I'm wrapped up in my school life, and I can only imagine what it's like in a couple years down the road. I'll probably be doing the same thing or more, and it's it's hard to you know look outside of my door and reach out to other teachers for not even just help but just like, to the social connection, but. Just reaching out to the new students in your building or your district or finding a first year teacher on Twitter and uh, you know, shouting them out and providing that kind of support just so other teachers know that you're out there and that you are a friendly voice to talk to. It's not even about the formal mentoring system. I have a really great mentors that have worked with me in past school districts. And I, that was an exceptionally important relationship to me. But I, it's also important to have, say, like, hey, let's go get coffee or um I want to eat lunch together, something like that. Just informal supports are really great for beginning teachers to feel like they have a community. And I think that's a, a, an important thing to notice as well is that I first started teaching in uh, this in January of 99. <clears throat> so you and I aren't going to you know, talk about exactly where you were in January of 99. <laughs> uh, so, it's just, so I can still feel good about myself. But uh, when I first started teaching, uh, I didn't have like email every day. And I didn't have, definitely didn't have the internet like, like we have it now. And so I left my classroom at lunchtime and went down to the cafeteria and ate with a bunch of teachers from different departments who just happened to have the same lunch period I had. And they became my friends and my colleagues and we started going out and hanging out. And the teachers in my department, I was uh, very lucky to have. They were a great group of people who would do just what you said, just kind of reach out and say, hey, what are you doing this Friday? Or, you know, I brought in an extra coffee for you this morning. Why don't you, you know, if you want to sit around and, and talk. And that really built the community that I needed. And I feel like that community, uh, the physical nearby community is lacking in a lot of schools now because of the, the internet and the constant need to be on email in your classroom alone. We have, ev we have everything we need. We have the world in our space without being anywhere near the world. And I think it's incredibly important that uh, what you're doing here is saying, yeah, that's totally true. Look at how great Twitter is because it connects us all. But let's sit down and get together. Let's just plan an afternoon. Let's, you know, do a Saturday coffee for whoever can make it. And those people who uh, need that, even just a little, or those who just who thrive in that environment, uh, will now find a home and will find comfort in their school district. And that makes for a, a different approach to your day when you get up in the morning and you're going toward that than when you get up in the morning and you're just going toward a different place to be alone. So I really uh, respect the fact that after only a few years being in teaching, you realize that that was necessary and that you took action and, and steps to make it happen because that's, uh, you can tell by the people who are responding to you and who are sharing their time with you and with your te the teaching staff that you work with um, that, they, that we can also see uh, the difference it's making. So uh, my question for you is uh, one that Ray kind of normally asks, and it's, uh, have you received any, any pushback on this from, from some teachers or from administrators? And how do you address that uh, with the, the mindset that what you're doing is positive the whole time? I... Um, I've not received any pushback, but there have been a lot of challenges. Absolutely. Uh, right. Up until a couple of weeks ago, I was actually 
pretty much running this on my own. I just started reaching out to people to start forming a leadership board, um, which has been amazing. But I think the, the, the biggest challenges so far have just been uh, spreading the word to young teachers. I, I'm totally guilty of this as well, like, getting wrapped up in Twitter. You know, you just said we have the world at our fingertips, but uh, it's, it's hard to even then just like connect with other young teachers who are either my age, but like different in different school, different classrooms, different grade levels. Um, and that's so far, I think, been the biggest challenge, but not so much pushback now. I don't know if that answers your question yet. Well, no, exactly. that's good. I mean, uh, you know, it's good to hear that uh, when you, you know, you put this idea out there and you tell people, hey, this is what we're doing, that you're not getting, let's say, uh, we'll just go with someone like me, a stodgy old veteran teacher who turns around and says, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing that for? They don't need that. You know, so it, you're, not, you're not getting that kind of negativity. That's great. I'm glad. And I'm, I'm really glad to hear that, actually. No, but it is hard, again, as you were saying, to get out of the Twitter sphere and actually talk to people and in the real world. Like it's something my generation has to focus on is backtracking to the uh, the foundations of building your PLN actually in person. Uh, <laughs> that would be great. They should come to the workshops that we're hosting. So. <laughs> no, I think that, um, you know, as a young educator, and I even still consider myself a young educator, I am refusing to think that I can't be a part of your organization because I am now 10, more than 10 years in. But uh, I, I'm struggling with my own, you know, no longer being the cool young teacher anymore. Um, but uh, I guess my, my question is, what advice do you give to young educators who are struggling with working with veteran teachers? Because I know that when I first came in the classroom, you know, there's things that are very shocking to see. And there's things that, you know aren't always kosher that veteran teachers do. And um, there's also just ways that things are done that, you know, outside of a certain school, you know, wouldn't be done usually. And, uh, you know, how do you kind of, what advice do you give to a young educator who's struggling with, you know, some of the kind of systematic problems in education, including veteran teachers? I guess I would repeat some advice that was given to me last year when I uh, transferred to the new school is just to keep an open mind. Um, there's ways to learn from everybody, but not if you're not open to it. Um, so even the veteran teacher whose practices you might not agree with, they might have like, one practice that you really want to dive into. And maybe your excitement and passion for that one little technique might inspire them to create a change or, or not. They're just someone great to talk to at lunch, right? Like there's something to learn from everybody. Just keep an open mind about it. Yeah. And I don't want to make it seem like, uh, you know, all the veteran teachers are terrible or anything like that. I've learned so oh, much gosh, from no. the people around me. <laughs> I, uh, you know, was just rethinking that question. Um, yeah, I don't think you want to pull out the quote out from this one. Yeah, that's not <laughs> going to go on the platform. I mean, you just said it, but and I just said it, but that's not the quote. No, let's not go that way. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, go ahead, Aaron. No, no, Aaron, I want. Uh, it is uh, exciting to hear this because one of my passions. Uh, is for pre-service teachers. And I think in my next life, when I rejuvenate, I'm, I'd like to go on and teach in college in pre-service teaching programs. And uh, I think it's a, what the model that you're setting up uh, is an exciting and replicatable one. And I think that's something that uh, needs to be spread uh, as we teach young teachers, you know, wherever you go, when you're in uh, a building, in a new place, you know, if you feel like you can support something like this, you can start something 
like this and be and and be a leader in in your community for the other new teachers there too. Um, and you're doing a great job of giving an example of how that can work. Um, and since it's online and available to all to us all to see, we can um, be able to, like I said, to replicate that and model it. And I think that's an exciting thing that you've done after like I said, a few years of of teaching to see this is something that's important. How do we just make it real, make it happen? And that's the the tagline of, of Instant Relevance and of my chats. Uh, it's make it real. And you've done that for teachers uh, who need it and for yourself because in your own environment, you're like this is what makes me happy. This is what makes me teach best. And so I wanna have this here as a part of uh, my day. So the last question I have for you is this. Um, it seems like that yes, RI is something that can, um, it can, start to consume some more time. It can start to take up more than, than you might have expected. Um, so I'm glad you're taking on a leadership board as well, not putting this all on your own shoulders. So uh, what do you think is the future of, of YesRI? When I came up with this idea a couple, it seems crazy, but just a couple months ago, um, I, I saw maybe like a five-year plan hosting a conference in like five years for all the young teachers in Rhode Island and the pre-service programs. Uh, but in talking to a couple of different people, and especially my friend Ray, who helped design the the website, uh, he he made me call it the Yes RI Rhode Island chapter because he again saw the the potential for it to be replicated across different states. Mm. So I would love to start working with other groups. I know that the Ames Network in Indiana has uh, already said that they would love to see how this first couple years go and or these first couple years go, and then possibly replicate it with their beginning middle school teachers. Um, but I would love to definitely help spread this process and this foundation to different communities. Rhode Island is small, but it's a really great incubator for these ideas and a really great spot to practice this, kind of develop the process and develop the technique a little bit before sharing. But down the line, I, I would love to see that happen. That sounds amazing. Um, can you maybe tell us where we can find you online so that uh, we know where to go? Absolutely. So the website is yesri.org. Uh, very simple. And then all of our social media tags are at yesri.org. So Y-E-S-R-I-O-R-G on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And what about you personally, if our listeners want to uh, join in, in the community that you've built for yourself? Oh, that would be great. My Twitter is at Erin Hall 47. And my classroom website and classroom Instagram is Miss Hall Classroom. Dot com. Go ahead, Dennis. <laughs> we both heard each other breathe in, Aaron. So this is how this works out. <laughs> um, uh, so Aaron, I want to thank you so much for that, for uh, showing us how we can connect with you, for giving us um, just an exciting view of, of what's going on in Rhode Island and with what you've been doing. So thank you again for giving us your time to be a part of the Instant Relevance podcast and for sharing what you have with us and with our listeners. And uh, we wish you the best with projects like this and any future projects you you intend to build for, for young teachers because that's a, that's a resource we need to continue to cultivate. And thank you for, for uh, picking up the reins and, and working on that on a on a daily basis. So again, thanks for being a, a guest on the Instant Relevance podcast and we wish you the best the rest of the school year. Thank you so much. <laughs>